Have you ever had a random conversation with a friend and it involved all of your favorite things? You know, like books, music, faith, food, random funny things? Well, that's what this podcast is. It's a random conversation about all of your favorite things. And I'm your host, Liv Smith. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Livish. Today, we're going to be talking about growing up millennial. I know all you boomers are going to struggle, but that's okay. With my special guest coming at you here in just a second. Stay tuned. Welcome to Livish. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Livish. Um, I am so excited to announce my special guest for this episode. It's the one, it's the only, my sister, Sarah Smith Koppel. Hey. Hey. I'm a totally fan. All right, we are going to have so much fun in this episode as we take a journey back into our childhood we need to redeem the millennials because there's We're a lot awesome. of, I'm sick of it. yeah there's a lot of <laughs> haters out there for millennials i mean yeah, what whatever. in the world what the thing is really people just hate uh gen z they think they hate they think right yeah they I think mean, they, they hate millennials but they really hate gen z here's my thing like you need to back off because I am a hardworking person who loves a lot of good food, who loves to have fun. I don't like to party or do any of those things. I actually enjoy just staying home, listening to my podcasts, reading books, Netflixing. If you do that, you know, just chilling. Um, you don't have to say my podcast because that would be really lame. But what is your favorite podcast? I already know the answer, but Livish, obviously. No, <laughs> tell them the real answer. Okay, so podcast right now, I'm obsessed with. So, if you're a true crime fanatic, I love Crime Junkie. Crime Junkie is my all-time favorite podcast. I've been following it for like two years. I'm obsessed. Um, and it's done by Ashley Flowers, who is amazing indie. Um, she's she's from Indianapolis. She lives in Indianapolis. That's cool. Yeah, and she actually produces a lot of podcasts, and everything everything that she touches turns to gold, basically. So my favorite podcast right now um, would probably be I can look in my phone, but it's Crime Junkie, and then I really love. Um, this podcast called Counterclock mm-hmm. that's just focusing on like one case per season and it is so good and then she teams up Ashley Flowers teams up with Dillian D'Ambra and she like does this like deep dive into this case in I think it's the Florida Panhandle and oh my goodness addicted and then I like Sadie Robertson's podcast oh whoa that's, whoa, good. that's good yeah because it's just really encouraging it's kind of like my morning show that I like to listen to sometimes to like get encouragement and just smile, laugh, sometimes cry, sometimes it gets a little mush. I know she always has all these famous people on. The most famous person I know is you. Um, <laughs> well, that's not much. 
this? And she's like, over oh, here, got Max Licato on. <laughs> um, I'm like, well, my sister's amazing, so I'm having her on the show. Take that, Sadie. I don't know whether to take it as a compliment. <laughs> it's basically a compliment. Anyways, yeah, those are the podcasts I'm listening to. No, that's really cool. Um, sometimes I do the true crime scene. Um, <laughs> not always. What else? Hmm. As a podcaster, I should probably know more podcasts. Um, Up and Vanished is really good. Crime. I'm sorry. And Punishment. Like... Punishment and Crime. Crime. That's a SpongeBob reference. Listen, we're going to talk a lot about SpongeBob throughout this podcast. Um, another one is called Very Presidential. It's actually just talks about presidents. That's and cool. Their lives and deep dives into every, like, not every president, but she goes through each president and um, that she's, like, selected or whatever. And it kind of explains their life and kind of how sometimes they weren't always the greatest people, even though they may have been good presidents. Yeah. It's really interesting to hear a new perspective. Um. Yeah, no, that's cool. One, one of the ones... I guess the two that I would probably frequent the most. I really love the Office Ladies mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I, I was just about to the say Office that. is one of my favorite shows. It's absolutely hilarious. Um, you can send me hate mail over that. That's fine. Um, also, <laughs> uh, one of the other ones I really love is I don't have enough faith to be an atheist. Um, it's by Dr. Frank Turek. He's an uh, he does like apologetics and basically talks about defending the faith mm. and he's like very logical about how he um like he does things and he pulls science and different things in so i think that one's really good that yeah, one's cool that's cool all right but the real reason you all came here today is you want to know millennial things how we grew up so <laughs> i grew up um, like I was born, I guess I should say I didn't grow up in that the year that, that I was born. That doesn't make any sense. I was born in 1992. Whoop, whoop. And my sister was born in 1996. So she just, she's in the last year. I have a 90s baby. And no can, no one can take it away. They can fight me. I know. Because I was in the 90s for four years and I made it work. Okay. I know. Dad always tries to tell me, well, uh, well, you didn't grow up in the 90s because Whatever. it says 92 That's behind it. it, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Okay, so I think we need to talk about our favorite TV shows yes. growing up. Yes. And then um, we need to debate this too, which was better. Um, Disney or Nickelodeon? Okay, well, we're not going to dive into that quite yet. Oh, is that too deep? It's it's too much of a deep dive. Okay, we're going to have to reverse back to that later. So So let's talk about our shows growing up. What what did you, what were some of the shows you really loved? Okay, so growing up, I would say (laughs) one of my all-time favorite shows was Lizzie McGuire. Yes. I wanted to be... Lizzie McGuire. I wanted to have conversations <laughs> with my cartoon self right in my diary. 
<laughs> I wanted the blonde spiky hair with the chopsticks and yes. the little piggy buns. I wanted to wear like the cool silver like outfit and sing with who was it, Erin Carter at the time on her Christmas special. I wanted to be Lizzie McGuire. That was a really good episode. Oh my gosh, I loved that show. And then, and then you had the movie. Oh my gosh, Sing to Me Paolo. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't. I, I love Lizzie McGuire. I love the Lizzie McGuire movie. It's just, you really can't beat it. Like, you just can't. One of the shows, I think it was around the same time. I think Lizzie McGuire had to have come first, though. Um, but I loved That's So Raven. Mm-hmm. I thought that I Raven... <laughs> I just thought she was hilarious. Her facial expressions, and if mm-hmm. you ever watch this show, you know what I'm talking about when she would pop her gum mm-hmm. with her, like, shifty eyes. Mm-hmm. That was, like, one of my favorite mm-hmm. things that she she did. And then the, oh, snap! I mean, that's an iconic line. Like, I don't think people realize where it came from and we use it all the time oh snap that's a raven people that's where it came from those were two great shows i mean it's just what about what about um so those were two two those were both disney shows were there any nickelodeon shows that you liked girl what did you like i loved um the Amanda show. Amanda, 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 She, Amanda Bynes was... In her prime, she was just... Hilarious. She got started on the, um, what was it, All That, with all those... It was basically like Saturday Night Live for teenagers. Was it before the Amanda show? Yeah, she got started on that show. Well, she was hilarious. It yeah. was basically SNL for teenagers. Yeah. It was so funny. Like, the girls' room was my favorite. I don't know. It was just a really good show. I also liked um, Drake and Josh. Yes. Megan. 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 And then, um, eventually, iCarly. So iCarly was good. Like yeah. Gibby. I mean, Gibbs. I mean, how can you not love him? I, I liked the older brother. I don't... Spencer? Spencer. Yeah. yeah, Spencer. He was so weird. He was hilarious. I always had a crush on, um, oh, what's his name? The neighbor? No, the the guy that recorded it on iCarly. Yeah, the neighbor. That was her oh, neighbor. Whatever. What's his name? Uh, I don't know. We'd have uh, to look it up. It's going to bother me. He was, he was funny, though. I always thought he was cute. Did it bother you when, like, shows would, um... Like, ruin friendships because then they would bring in this weird love triangle. Oh, my gosh. I can, hated that. Can we just be friends? Like, I had so many friends, and, like, we were fine. And, like, they didn't have to make everything romantic. Like, come on. Come on, Nickelodeon and Disney. I know. I actually preferred most of my guy friends. Oh, Kim Possible. No offense to but my that was friends. Disney. Yeah, Kim Possible was great. Um, <laughs> Can we also just talk about how these shows like went so hard on the theme song? Making the theme song oh, yeah. so good, and you know what they delivered? Like we're still singing them today. And I now things are it. just like this weird techno that don't have any lyrics. Yeah, it's or weird. like this ten seconds of like, dun, dun, dun. and it's like no. Yeah. I want a full theme song. I want to know what the show is about <laughs> right. in 30 seconds. I want to know th- 
what the whole episode <laughs> is by the time I'm done. I want to know the entire series in 30 seconds. I want to know all of the plots and twists. <laughs> I want a full character profile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a show that I loved. If we're going to kick it back a little bit further, I loved... Even Stevens was good. What about... Okay, sorry. Um, no, I loved, as far as cartoons go, I loved Doug. I just couldn't help myself. Doug was good. I also loved Recess. Mm-hmm. I was about to say Recess. Recess was so good. Recess was really. You know what? Cartoon Network came in pretty strong there for a while. Dexter, Uh, Johnny Bravo, Johnny Bravo, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. That was one of my favorites. Um, Um, I probably would have liked the Powerpuff Girls, but (laughs) you don't watch them. (laughs) It's fine. Um, I forgive you, Mom. It's cool. (laughs) She was pressured. She was. They were fine. Although, I've seen a couple episodes as an adult, and I'm like, what is this show? It's so creepy. There was, I think there was some, that some shows that, like, popped up where there was some things that's like, oh, these, there's weird things going on in these shows. Don't let your kids watch them. Oh, yeah. I feel like that still happens today. So, like, I get that as yeah. a parent. It's just funny looking back at it now. Yeah, she was like, I don't even know why. <laughs> they had a bad attitude. <laughs> yeah, that's why she wouldn't let us watch Rugrats. It wasn't because of anything. She was just like, they had a bad attitude. And, and I, I didn't did. want you guys to have a bad I don't want I don't want to have to deal with that. Yeah. Um, th- there was another show. Um, was it Cow and Chicken? Ugh, I... Oh, I thought you liked it. I thought it was hilarious. Grandpa always always used to get upset when we would watch it. Yeah, he was like, this isn't right. That's not what a cow looks like or something. It was just really bizarre. I thought it it was funny. But whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But can we really... We need to acknowledge the fact that um, High School Musical (gasps) started on... Disney. Gosh. Okay, so um, what were we talking about? High School Musical. You guys probably think like, wow, that's weird. You were just talking about it, but really we paused, so now we had to pick back up. High School Musical was foundational. High School Musical changed my life, and it continues to change my (laughs) life. So... Yeah, that's how passionate I am about High School Musical. I remember Mara and I were so obsessed that they had these premieres, you know, before we had the DVDs and you yeah. know, everything. And you, they would do like the karaoke and they would teach you dance moves. And like when we got the dance moves down, it was like nothing could stop us. You know, like <laughs> we were the coolest kids. <laughs> Like, we knew the dances, we knew the songs. I wanted to meet Corbin Blue, but most of all, all I wanted to do was to meet Zach Efron <laughs> and to be Gabrielle, Gabriella Montez. Yeah, pretty much every girl across America wanted to meet Zach Efron. But most of all, I actually wanted to be Sharpay. I love Sharpay. She had the sparkly pink outfits. She wore everything sparkly. I just loved her. Yeah, she got a lot of hate. She got a lot of hate, but she honestly was the most talented, so I don't even want to hear it, so whatever. That was back in the day, like, it was so funny growing up. Um, 
having a Disney Channel original movie on every Friday. Like, that was like our thing. You would plan it. Mm-hmm. You would have to be home so you yeah. could watch it because you can't Hulu it the next day. Yeah. Like unless you record it, and then it's not the same because like your friends are calling you. You're talking about the Disney Channel original movie. Like no, this was an event. Plus, I don't even know, I wouldn't even have known at the time how to record it. No. Um, I had a High School Musical poster, and then I had mm. just a Zac Efron poster um, growing up in the early 2000s. I had a Happy Bunny poster. <laughs> I also had, oh, another show, Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. I had a oh, Sweet that was Life good. of Zach and Cody poster. Yeah. But that was just because I loved the show. Wow. There were some choices. <laughs> yeah. But it used to be so fun, like, us hanging out on a Friday night, like, yeah. glued to the TV, ready yeah, for like, a new Disney yeah, Channel and original. Mom, mom was just really good, and she would, like, make us snacks, and, like, that would be our thing. We'd have summer parties sometimes, and, like, that would be, like, if we knew a really good movie was coming out. Which brings up a whole new conversation. Disney Channel original movies, you got Luck of the Irish. You oh, got, I loved that one. Yeah, you got what? What's the one about like thirteen when he like turned into a mermaid or something? Oh my so gosh, it's awful, so weird. So wonderful. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, but I don't remember. It's yeah, called. it's like something about turning thirteen or like I don't know, or like yeah. something about that age. You had obviously all of the High School Musicals, which ended up being so big they had to premiere the third one in theaters. Obsessed. Cannot say enough good things about the movies. They had tons of original so ones. So good. Twitches. Jump in. Twitches. Twitches too. Which reminds me, Sister Sister was one of our favorite. So sister, 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 sister. 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 <laughs> yeah, that that was one of my faves. Do you follow any of your Disney Channel faves on Instagram now? Like, like, as as they're adults, because i uh, guilty. I do. See, I used to, but I would just get so invested. <laughs> well, where stop. are they now? Yeah, I, like, I had to stop. And then, like, sometimes if they would do things, or I'm like, why are you not with Zac Efron? Or, like, Sharpay, <laughs> why are you not doing this? Right. Then I'm like, it just messes up the characters for me. I'm weird like that. No, that was always so fun, though, watching those. And like you said, Mom always made things special and buy us, like, special snacks and treats. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, we got to get your girls home. Yeah. Um, the the funniest thing now, like, kids today will never know. You had, mm-hmm. like, you couldn't pause. Like, if you had to take a bathroom break in between. You were running. You were risking breaking your pinky toe <laughs> in between the furniture there would be times like you would jump over things because I held it. There well, was no I know risks. you. I, there was always a risk for me, and then you would always scream from the other room, "It's coming on!" Yeah. And then I'm like trying to Usain Bolt back in well, there. You, know what? you would like wait till halfway through the commercial break. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I had to go. More, I was more dedicated. Well, you know what? Whatever. Whatever. Anyways. Whatever. What else? What other shows you got on your list? Hannah 
Montana was a pivotal moment. It was free. of my life. <laughs> I wanted to buy a blonde wig and become a pop sensation, <laughs> and no one realized that just because I changed my hair color, <laughs> I was oh like goodness. Sarah Montana. <laughs> Sarah Montana. Sarah Indiana. <laughs> the limo out front. Oh wow. Um. And then they had a Montana movie. I mean, come oh, yeah. on. It's the climb. Everybody saw that. Everybody loved that. That was like the graduation song of the year. But Hannah Montana, I became like so obsessed with Hannah Montana. Like I wanted to be her friend. Um, I loved Miley Cyrus, you know, during that time. No one send me hate mail now. Um, but just like she was so cool. I had a guitar purse. I had, like, all of her books. She wrote, like, what, an autobiography when she was, like, 16. Probably. Obsessed. Good stuff. Yeah. Anyways. What about, um, okay, let's take a break. We're going to shift gears here because we've got some segments coming up that we need to talk to you about, including... Food fight. Food fight. I feel like we need to say that at the same time. It All right. Like one, two, three. Food fight. See, isn't that better than the cow sound? Um, <laughs> I don't think so. I know the cow sound's pretty funny. All right. Food fight. We need to talk about book club. Yes. And then we're gonna have a music moment. Yeah. All right. Let's um. We've got so much content tonight that you guys don't get the spiffy um, piano transition this time. Sorry. We're just going to talk about stuff. Whoops. Whoops. Okay, so you guys all voted wrong. On the- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to break it to you, but you voted wrong on the last food fight. Okay, so Instagram... 31% of you said pancakes and 69% said french toast. I want who are you people? Like I I need to know. Because all french toast is is fancy bread. Like at least with pancakes you're actually making something. With french toast you're just like dipping an already made piece of bread into batter and then cooking. It just come on. The Even only I, I do love french toast. Well, yeah. I mean, but the game is which which if you could only write here's my theory about it because the french toast that i love is the one that mom like mom's homemade french toast because that stuff is wow Mm -hmm. but the problem when you go out to like restaurants they get the it's like runny in the middle are you people eating like raw eggs coming out of bread don't whisk the eggs enough and don't add enough cream so it's it's gross like egg covered bread yeah who are you so my theory is like when you go out to eat you can't really mess up pancakes you honestly can't i mean i have they come on maybe i'm derailing my theory because i just i i feel like ihop is underwhelming that was not the point okay well also facebook said facebook was even more harsh Facebook said 75% French toast, 25% pancakes. No, I'm okay with being... Um, right? 
on the outside of this one. Yeah. Um, what's your opinion? Do you think you should put peanut butter on pancakes? Yeah, it just depends on my toppings. Like, That's fair. Sometimes, sometimes I'll just definitely be in like, the mood like peanut butter on pancakes, and then other times I just want like plain butter, a little bit of syrup. Mm-hmm. And then I like things like putting pecans, bananas, blueberries, chocolate chips, things like that on top, just because I think that I think it's yummy. Do you drown yours in syrup? No, but Michael does. So does Dad. It's weird. Yeah, Michael drowns his French toast and his pancakes in so much syrup. I just want to vomit. It's and gross. Like, it, I can't watch Dad and Michael eat those types of meals because it honestly... It's like a river. Like It's like a river of syrup. It just makes me not want to eat it. You're like, you're not even tasting the pancake Exactly. Part. It's like, here's a straw. But Dad doesn't really like pancakes, which also doesn't make sense. I don't understand people that don't like pancakes. Yeah. I'm sorry, Dad, but... I'm sorry to the viewers, the listeners, whatever you would like to call the podcast nation, really. Um, you're wrong. Um, pancakes are better. And food fight. All right, so now we need to introduce our food fight for next time because that's kind of how it Ooh. how it works. What's so gonna I'm gonna ask you. Mm. Ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Which do you think is better, mm-hmm. a Twinkie or okay. a Ding Dong? Ding Dong. Ding dong! Ding dong. The witch Ding is dong. dead. The witch is dead. Good. I hope they don't like contact you about rights. <laughs> but, um, ding dongs. Yeah, 100%. Twinkies are kind of weird, in my opinion. I think they're gross. Um, and I honestly don't like ding dongs that much. Oh, that's uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm not, Here's a visual. I'm not a Just big, get it in your mind. I know what a ding dong is. I just, I'm going to be honest, I'm not a big fan of Hostess. Wow. Of Hostess products. What about the, their donuts? What about their donuts? Hostess? Hostess donuts? Yeah. I thought Little Debbie did the, the donut sticks. The sticks with the X? Well, the donut sticks I don't know about. But, like, you know, like this. Hostess puts out those. Oh, yeah, they're okay. Okay, well, that's... I would rather we'll about eat, that later. you know, like, a real donut. What qualifies as a real donut? okay. This is turning into quite the food fight. Okay, we won't go into that right now. But we want to know your incorrect opinions, if you have them. <laughs> because the correct answer we are looking for is ding dong. Ding dong. Um, because Twinkies are pretty much disgusting. You're going to get, you're going to get, it's going to be Twinkies. It's going to be, are, I know. Are People, I'm you. sorry that my opinions are right and they're all wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to lose viewers or listeners. I guess they can't really view it listeners over that i'm willing to go that far mm-hmm. i am meanwhile sarah's three so <laughs> three Lacroix deep <laughs> into you know this what? podcast I had a long day. I <laughs> she my did LaCroix she had a bad day so you had a bad day leave me alone <laughs> <laughs> i like your remix <laughs> all right um should we give them spiffy transition music, or should we just keep going no. for it? You know what? You don't deserve it. Give them some. You voted for <laughs> give you give them some transition music. Let's see what you come up with. It's Sarah. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> All right. Let's move in to our book club. So let's talk about books growing up millennial. Books were a giant part. Junie B. Jones. Oh, I loved me some Junie B. Junie Jones. Junie B. Jones changed my life. Junie B. Jones was my spirit animal. Mm-hmm. She was always getting into shenanigans, and I just could relate to her. Amelia Bedelia. I loved her. Yes. She was hilarious. Books um, were so important to us as kids. Mom and Dad both really invested. Oh, yeah. That we, we were very cultured. We were at the library, like... Daily, basically. Multiple times a Sp- week. Like in the summer. Yeah. Okay, what else? Um, I remember... <laughs> you're gonna judge me. Mm-hmm. I remember, Probably. like... You know, remember around, like, when I was, like, 9 and 10-ish? Those were Those were rough times. <laughs> times. Um, they're pretty much... A no. Lot, a lot of my times were rough times. Um, where I went through that period where I didn't really enjoy reading as much. Yeah, I didn't understand it. I think it's I because... I felt so lonely. One, I think I just was getting bored too easy, but two, I think that was the time where I, we, I started discovering that I needed glasses, so I was getting really bad headaches. Mm. So I didn't really enjoy reading because it makes hurt. Sense. Um, but I think the other part was just I was bored. Sorry. But you remember that terrible series about the dog named Hank? And he was like a detective. <laughs> Honestly, there were some choices that you made that were stressing me. Okay, well. Anyways. To what else did to we read? Books, I, I read Shel Silverstein. Hmm, yeah. Um, all of his books I was obsessed with. Anything Dr. Seuss, really. Yeah, anything Dr. Seuss. And then getting You liked the- Nancy Drew. Oh, I loved Nancy. Nancy Nancy. Fancy Nancy. Oh, Fancy Nancy. That was when I was really young, though. Um, Harold and the Purple Crayon. <clears throat> oh, Dad read us The Hobbit when we were kids. That's a really good memory. Oh, yeah. uh, Peter Pan, The Wizard of Oz. Um, the Little Princess. Yeah. It always bummed me out, man. It was a... It was a great story. Oh, Madeline. That oh, was you such loved a good that one. one. I loved that I was one. really stressed in the movie. If a pig had a pancake, or if you give a pig a pancake. That one's good. Notice it's not if you give a pig French toast. Oh. <laughs> oh <laughs> Pound yeah. it. That was yeah. good. That was good. Um, I was trying to look up Captain Underpants was a hilarious series. Oh, my gosh. So funny. Remember um, my our neighbor, Jay? Yeah, he, he loved that time. series. I'm pretty sure he's the one that um, probably introduced. Yeah, really funny. And then what else? I don't know. I'm trying to look up some of the stuff that we would have read because we really. When I got loved my teen years, I started getting into more of the classics. I really started falling in love with like Jane Austen. What's your favorite classic? What do they need to read? <laughs> I think every person should read. And people are going to judge me for it. I don't care. I think every person should read Pride and Prejudice. It's a really good classic. I think it's a super good book. Um, Outsiders was a game changer for me. Yeah, we talked about that last episode. Um, Let's see what else. Little Women is a fantastic classic. I actually... Mom read that to us as children, mm-hmm. but I want to reread it as, as an, an adult. adult. Yeah, I think um, she read as a kid's version of it too. I think so too. 
But that's one that I really want to read now as an it's adult. It's so is a, good. Which is a goal for this winter. Anne of Green Gables. Oh, I read it as an a good book. I read it as an adult. I read it last year for the first time, but I mean, we had always watched it growing mm-hmm. up. But that is a great classic. Oh, I loved Charlotte's Web. Charlotte's Web was a really good one. It was really good. Um, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Oh, that was that iconic series. for Such us. A series. Um, I'm trying to. The Pretty Hobbit's much, a really good. Yeah, one The Hobbit. Read. Oh, some of my favorite growing up were the Little Bear series. Oh, such a good series. I loved Little Bear. Bear. Little Bear. So cute. You loved Corduroy, I think. Mm-hmm. Was Corduroy. it Corduroy? No, I loved Corduroy. You loved Paddington. Or did you love Corduroy too? I, don't I loved know. Corduroy too. You loved him more. Paddington was my fave. Paddington, the movies are so Paddington, cute. Paddington, the bear. Um, oh, I liked Thistle. You hated that book. It made me cry. It was kind of deep. Oh, The Stinky Cheese Man and Other Fairly Stupid Tales. That one was really funny. Okay, if you've never read that book, that is our recommendation. Yep. You need to read that book. It is hilarious. It takes um, basically like fairy tale stories and puts a hilarious spin on those. So you need to you need to read that because that's... Hilarious. Such a good one. Okay, last book that I'm going to talk about. Um, and another one that I'm going to point out for <laughs> you. Okay, so my last favorite that I'm going to say, because we could keep going on this. And then one that I know you loved. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it was Zach, Zach's Alligator. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I just loved that. That was a cute book. Pretty much anything with animals, though, I was obsessed with. I mean, come on, yeah. You, though, you loved Winnie the Pooh. Oh, my goodness. It's like, Winnie the yeah. Pooh is like, you don't realize how deep it is as a kid. But mm-hmm. then when you grow up, you're like, oh, the my quotes, goodness. The quotes, yeah. Like, life advice. Winnie had some good life advice. Oh, yeah. And Calvin and Hobbes <gasps> and the Peanuts. Oh, Calvin and Hobbes. And, oh, Peanuts, yeah. Yeah, and um, Calvin I and loved Betty so and Veronica and the Oh, Archie you did, game. yeah. Um, there was a lot of great stuff. There's just yeah. grew up with good literature, and I think it's still coming out. Like today, I just I love books, and I like I think I'll always love books more than movies and shows. I just think the imagination yeah. can go farther. It unlocks a whole new goes. world. Yeah, it's just it's a great. It becomes a part of you. It becomes a part of your identity. Well, I feel sure. like too, the movies and the shows and stuff aren't as good as what no. when we were kids. But I would say. There's a lot of great literature out there right oh, now. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Like, and so much more easy access to it. Too. Yeah, which is incredible because, I mean, the ability... Sometimes we take, like, the smallest things for granted, but the ability to be able to read and write oh, is yeah. fundamental in anything else we do. It it unlocks so definitely. many doors. Like, if you can't do that, then you, you have so much less access to like just things that we take for granted so i was so yeah, thankful the home we grew up in yeah. right yeah i'm very thankful for that which brings us to a music moment so i did get some fan mail my what? first fan mail i need to share that hold on let me pull it up it was really sweet so um, basically, they wanted to let me know that they can't listen to it on the way to work because it gets them in the feels, and then they get too emotional before mm-hmm. they go inside, and um, 
it's it's a good thing but um they really loved last time i talked about the album jesus is born um mm-hmm. that you and mara really got me loving i'm obsessed it's like my favorite album yeah, right yeah, now by the sunday service choir yeah um and they had never listened to it before so they said that they loved the drum lines in a lot of the songs because yes. it reminded them of a marching band yeah and they were like they were here for it so they just had a lot of really sweet things to say and um so they were loving the podcast so i really appreciate their kind words Yay! their favorite song on the album and i'll ask you because i know you love the album um, their favorite song was Souls Anchored, which I think mm-hmm. is actually my personal favorite. I think you like the Revelation. I like Revelations. Yeah. I think it's Revelations 21 mm-hmm. 9 or something like that. Yeah, I don't know the specific scripture, but... It's my favorite. I get so pumped. I have to, like, calm myself down. The yeah, the Halloween Because I am, like... I'm, like, scream singing in my car. I'm, like, let's get this bread. <laughs> <laughs> I talked about ready. last week, or last episode, how church... Uh, car church hits different. Oh yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. You, you just you can have revival in your car. No judgment, and if anyone sees you, it's like, well, who cares? They're probably never gonna see me again unless they're your coworkers. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it in the parking lot of your work. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, what are you listening to right now? Me right now. Um. I I'm listening to Jesus is Born. That's one of my favorite. Um, albums that I'm listening to right now. Um, also, I am listening to uh, Johnny Swim. Oh, yeah, they're good. I like the album Georgia Capond a lot. Uh, let's see what else I'm looking on my playlist now. Did you know that? Um, have you listened to Tori Kelly's new EP that's out, Solitude? Yeah. It's very good. It's really good. I really liked her. What's um, your favorite on Inspired by True Events album. I have actually been listening to that a lot lately. And let's see what else. I love Soul Hymns by I Love Vista Worship. Oh, I I Love Vista Worship is, I love their vibe. Um, Actually, one of my uh, AYC friends is who kind of introduced me to that. So shout out to Lexi if you're listening. I love the album Graves into Gardens by Elevation. Oh, that's That's on my top right now. Yeah, same. So those are probably all the main ones that I'm listening to right now. And then I just listen to a lot of playlists from like just a combination of artists. So we'll make that our main recommendation for this time. If you haven't listened to Graves into Gardens, it's it's a fantastic album. I don't know if I can pick a favorite song on my album, Um, honestly. I mean, Graves into Gardens is incredible, but they also have The Blessing on there, mm-hmm. Never Lost, featuring Torin Wells. Um, uh, what Would You heart. Do? What Would You Do? Like, <sighs> I actually think Authority is a really good song, too. All of them. But of them. it's it's not necessarily on the album, but it's, like, related to the album because it was, like, released as a single, I think, before the album came mm-hmm. out. Rattle. Oh yeah, I love that song. Yes. If that song comes on, no, I it's, it's part of their. Album. I'm having revival in my car. This is the sound of travel, and I'm like air drumming. Bam, bam. I'm feeling it. Yeah. So if so you haven't, that. if you haven't, um, you need to check out that album. It's really good. Let us know what your favorite song on the album is. Yeah, because they're fabulous. It's so good. 
so good, so powerful, so encouraging, especially, you know, right now with everything going on in our world and just everyone seems to be dealing with different things, it's just nice to get encouragement. And music has always been my way that I get encouragement and feel inspired. Absolutely. Okay, so shifting gears here a little bit. We got a couple more minutes before we wrap up. Mm -hmm. But I thought it would be hilarious to talk about your favorite. I know how much you love fashion. Mm -hmm. What were your favorite (laughs) fashion trends (laughs) growing up? Okay, well, obviously, like, the go-to look. And I'm spelling look (laughs) L-E-W-K. Look. Um was <laughs> oh no oh boy my air apostle t-shirt with the jean skirt and the old navy flip-flops that was like my <laughs> church camp go-to like <laughs> every day i'll be rolling in with a new air apostle t-shirt i just said that's so weird air apostle t-shirt um but some of my favorite trends chopsticks you had oh. like 80 chopsticks in your hair like what <laughs> you, um you know the the black wedge sandals oh yeah i loved the black wedge sandals mara used to wear jellies all the time um what else oh popping popping pop the, the collar, collar over, yeah <laughs> wearing your hats a little bit tilted to the side because wearing them forwards is not cool guilty guilty as charged I mean, me too it was bad um ponchos I was never into them, but that was a thing for a oh, while. Oh, I loved ponchos. I still love ponchos if they're done right. Well, ponchos are kind of back in, I think. So many things are back in. And they're more tasteful than, shoes they were, are back in. than they were back in the day. Clogs. Clogs were so popular growing up. I'm not talking about Crocs. I'm talking about, like, you know, like the felted... Felted? Is that a word? The felt clogs. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Should I pull up a picture? No, I had some. <laughs> I had some after I had my surgery. Oh, yeah, that was rough. <laughs> Maybe that's why I hate the clogs so Yeah, much. there's bad memories. Bad vibes here. Bad vibes. Bad vibes. Um, Were you really apostolic if you didn't have a jean skirt? <laughs> if you didn't, if you weren't rolling into a jean skirt, what were you doing? If you were trying to do every impossible activity to do in a jean skirt. Those were so, those clogs right there were so. Yeah, the slide on clogs. Popular, the tan ones with the little buckle. Do you guys remember what I'm talking about? It makes me want to cry. Please let me know if you remember what we're talking (laughs) about. It's so gross. And if you still own those, please take my friendly advice. (laughs) And throw them in the garbage. Don't donate them to Goodwill because that is just mean (laughs) to the buyers of Goodwills. They get what they get. (laughs) Um, That's hilarious. I was trying to think if there's anything... Really anything neon. Anything with like silver or gold. Silver and gold. Have I none? (laughs) (laughs) Like touches of silver and gold. Like... Oh, I'm going to wear this entire outfit. Of and then purple. I'm gonna, here's yeah. a splash of And then here's a splash of silver that has, like, nothing to do with silver. Oh, my goodness. Which makes me think of... Okay, so we both played... Let's transition here. We both played... We went to a small Christian school. Our church had a school for 30 years. It was amazing that we were able to grow up there yeah yeah i loved going to school there there's so many fun hilarious good memories times, good times. um 
but we both played volleyball for a very long mm-hmm. time. And I remember it was a very hot topic. We were going to change our school colors because they were too closely related to some other school or something like that, I think. Whatever. And so I wanted to do red and black because mm-hmm. I think that looks good. Yeah. And we yes. ended up doing like... We did blue, powder, white, and silver. I think originally people voted like powder, like baby blue and silver, but then we landed on like... The yeah, blue evolved. Too hard to find the blue evolved manufactured products that were in baby blue. Baby blue, though, like circa two thousand five through two thousand seven, was so popular Ugh. it was insane. Gross. Baby blue was the thing. Gross. Now I'm thinking about two thousand eleven when planking was popular, <laughs> where you would just like lay your body as flat as you could on top of something. I lived. To plank. That's all I did in 2011. Put that on your resume. <laughs> what were you doing in 2011? Professional planker. I'm a professional planker. If I can find some pictures, I'm going to put it up on the Instagram yeah, page. Yeah, I remember downtown Pendleton. I planked off of that rail. It I was know. actually <laughs> incredible. The the She's going to know now. The upper body strength that I used to have compared to what I have now, I planked off my car and then dad's like, you're going to do it. <laughs> Good times. Good times. Good times. <laughs> so, um, what were some of your favorite things about the time that we grew up? Or what, what are some things that you look back now and think are funny about the times that we grew up? The thing that I look back now and think is funny, um, I joke about it, is like, everybody's like, well, all the kids these days have anxiety problems. I'm like... Okay, well, you tried growing up in the 90s when they would, like, you had the D.A.R.E. program where they're going to, like, <laughs> smash a car in a billion pieces. This could be Roast you. Roast a hot dog and tell you your insides are going to burn if you touch something electric. Yeah, the electric and company. And the hot dog around, and that always made me hungry. Or the one year that the <laughs> hot dog, like, exploded. Oh, my goodness. The, the electric company would come out and do a presentation yeah. on safety. The firefighters would come out, and they'd be like... You need an emergency exit plan or you'll be like this six-year-old with 12-degree burns. And everybody's freaking out. The police officers were always like, here are the beer goggles. I went to mom and I like made an exit plan. I was like so upset. I know. I kept saying, we need to meet by the mailbox. We need to meet a diagram. Yeah, we talked about it. I was like, dude, can we get a fire ladder? Where's the fire ladder? Yeah, we were talking about getting the fire ladder. You and I think would plan. We're like, okay. I was like, here's what we're going to do if there's a fire. Here's our code word. Here's our our plan. Here's our safety script. Like, it was good. So, wait, what was the question? So, I was saying, that was something that I thought was funny. Everybody, like, complains now about how, well, there's so much anxiety. I'm like, well, there was a lot of things that was like... We'll scare you into doing it. So what are something that you look back and you kind of think is like funny about the time you grew up? Or what's something that you look back and you think, wow, like that was a lot of fun. So funny looking back, I'm like, sometimes I have memories that I have and I'm like, oh, in the moment I thought I was just like the coolest or I was like, yeah, like I did this. But now I'm looking back, I'm like, you dork. Like, what were you doing? <laughs> or, like, that wasn't even that big of a deal. Like, why? Like, why I care? Or, like, 
I look at the things that we used to do as like kids and teenagers and how it's just like funny how at the time, you know, generations before us were like, I can't believe you're doing that. And then like you see Gen Z and, and people of today, and it's just like really funny because it's so different. It's so different. And they have so much more access to technology and stuff. And, and I, I try to imagine myself growing up in today's society and I, I can't. I mean, I give it to them. It's hard. It's definitely hard. Um, but just like something sweet to look back on. I just loved being outside as a kid. Yes. I like just playing outside, being um, alone sometimes was just really nice as a kid. Just being out on my playset, swinging on my swing, just thinking and imagining imagining things and using my imagination absolutely making up stories and playing with imaginary friends things like that I wish I could go back to those days and just experience that carefree no problem in the world you don't have any issues whatsoever you have no thought of any anxiety any fears you're just a kid and I think about that often and what a great time like and what a privilege to be able to have a childhood I'm just so yeah. thankful because I know that not every kid has childhoods like that. And I'm just so thankful that I can look back and and be fond of those memories. It's just, it's a good feeling. It gives me the warm and fuzzy feelings. Yeah, I, it's to get kids to just hang out outside now. Mm-hmm. It's like, let's play video games for 12 hours. Right, or like, you'll be outside. Well, can I have my iPad now? And I'm just like... I applaud the parents that are trying to restrict the amount yeah. of technology because although I think it's super helpful, it's just what your imagination can do. Is yeah, just so powerful, and I think it is a part of your identity. And it's so pure up. as kids. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing bad there. Yeah, and it's just it's inspirational. And sometimes I look back and I'm like, oh, I had that thought as a kid, and I bet you know some of those dreams could come true in the future and just the things that you think about as a kid and watching them play out in your life is just exciting yeah no I loved playing outside as a kid that's one of my favorite things best time we were so fortunate though too because we lived in a home that um mom and dad afforded us so many opportunities and we lived in such a loving and caring home Mm -hmm. it was full of music and books and games and laughter mm-hmm. and faith and prayer yes. um, we are well we were so it. blessed mm-hmm. so blessed um and you know if you didn't have that childhood or if you know you have a hard time growing up then i would just encourage you to create that for your family because it it's so important yeah and you know, mom and dad talk about it often about how, you know, they enjoyed it and how they appreciated it and how it it's some of their best memories that they look back on too. And you just you can become best friends. Speaking of best friends, BFF. I'm sitting with mine now. <laughs> Same. I think for me that's I mean, growing up millennial, we're gonna talk about what that I mean, we've talked about what that is. For me, that was Oh, yeah. Growing up with you. Right. Best times. We did everything. Yeah, we did everything together. Hide and seek. Capture the flag. Oh, Nintendo. The days of MySpace. Yikes. 
I don't think I had a MySpace. Yes, you did. I did? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't remember that. Didn't I used to, like, instant message somebody on your MySpace? Like, another girlfriend, okay? Okay, so apparently my sister created a MySpace under my name. It was messaging me. Okay. No. Oh my gosh, AOL. I lived AOL. for AOL. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. You've got mail. <laughs> oh my gosh, I loved AOL chat. I was over here chatting my friends. I like did not enjoy. No, you're more of a purist. I just pass. I'd rather read a book. <laughs> Meanwhile, I was chat, chat, chatting. With... Yeah, every Sunday afternoon. I'd be like, night, night. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, I, I don't think Jess was ever on that often. Me and Sia used to instant message constantly. Yes, it was her cousin, Gabby. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. You I used guys... to message her cousin, Gabby, when she used to visit. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. that's you. it. You're right. But yeah, growing up. Millennial, like I said, my favorite part of it was just the home and the parents that we grew up with. And really just growing up with you, we've always been so close and we did everything together. And I think, I mean, I wouldn't have wanted to grow up with anybody else. I'm so lucky to have you. I love you. (laughs) We're getting ready to wrap up here. But before we do, I want to brag about my special guest and she's going to get embarrassed, but it's fine. She's like, all right, let's lock on. Yeah, I'm like, I'm ready to Autobots roll out. So, um, Sarah is super successful. She is... No, I'm not. Okay, this, <laughs> this is my show. Yay. Um, she is an accomplished singer. She's amazing. Um, she is a registered nurse. She works for Riley's children's hospital helping to save the lives of children every day she's so passionate about making sure these kids are taken care of and are just she's so devoted to it um and i don't know i just wanted to say how proud i am of you you're an amazing woman I mean, your only downfall really is that you got married and moved out and left me. That's really your only... But then only... you got a brother. Yeah, Mike's all right. <laughs> As he creepily snuck in the house so he didn't interrupt our recording, and I thought he was uh, an he, intruder. He brought his ice cream. He is so amazing. He did bring his ice cream, <laughs> but I did think he was a serial killer for just a second. Yeah, just a, just a hot second. But if you have a chance... Check out her music. I hope that one day we'll be getting her on on iTunes. Yes, you can hear I'm some more. Sometime soon. Maybe soon. Well, we will have you back on another episode, and I think it would be a great thing to discuss health in more detail. Oh my goodness. Yes. We can talk about mental health. We've both struggled with different things in that area, mm-hmm. and I think that would be really good. Um, I've talked to them before about how I'm going to share my story with anxiety. Mm-hmm. And I know we've shared some different things like that. So we can talk about that mm-hmm. upcoming. Um, so what, let's, let's end. What one piece of advice mm-hmm. would you give to somebody who's um, maybe growing up right now? Be yourself. 
That's good. I, oh my goodness, if I could go back and tell myself anything, it would to be, be yourself, don't be the person that people are trying to make you be, yeah. or who they want you to be, or who they think you should be. Just go for it. Give it your all. Be friends with who you want to be friends with. You know, try new things. Go for it. Take the plunge. Take the chance. Um, you know, if reading is your thing, read. If sports is your thing, then do sports. Don't force yourself to do something you're absolutely going to hate, but take chances and just be you. It's good like, advice. I just feel like so much time is wasted in childhood and adolescence of just wasting your time on trying to be what you think everyone else wants you to be. No, that's really good. So just be you because yeah. you're wonderful and unique and beautiful and the world doesn't need anybody else but you. That's good advice. I would say if I, um, the advice I would give, um, I would give to younger me. Mm-hmm. If I could look back and say like, hey, Liv, like this is what you should mm-hmm. you should do. I would say two things. One, choose your friends wisely. Mm-hmm. Um, because dad always used to tell us growing up, uh, birds of a feather flock together. Right. Um, but birds of a feather that flock together become, of a, become of a feather. So right. instead of you are what you read, you are who you hang out with. Sure. Um, and I spent, I think, kind of like you said, a lot of time trying to chase different things that weren't in my best interest just, just for, the, just for the sake to, of being right. Liked. Just to be friends with a yeah. certain person or a certain group of people. And I would say even, you know, I did that up into my young adult years. It's not just like all my friends I was with at a teenager right now are like, oh my gosh, she hated me. That's not what I'm saying. I would also tell younger me and anybody else who's growing up right now, don't be afraid to go for it and take risks. And when I say risks, I mean don't do something stupid like, you know, jump off a bridge, Emma. Right. Um, (laughs) It's more like take the risk. Invite that new person. Try out for the play. Yeah. Put your feelings, put your heart out there. Hey, I like you. Do you want to go get a cup of coffee? Right. Um, you know, show off that new talent that you're afraid and embarrassed of the writing, the reading. Um, don't waste your time doing things that you, you don't love. Take the risk, go for it. Even if you feel afraid to go for it. That's something I always admired about you. You always had so much courage I just felt like you just always went for things. Thanks. And I was always so calculated and cautious and guarded that I think I spent a lot of time um, where I could have been a lot happier if I just would have taken taken the risks and tried things that made me feel afraid. Which, now you've grown because now you have a podcast and you took the plunge. Hey-o! <laughs> Turn it around. All right, so I typically end in prayer. Yeah. Do you want to? <laughs> Pop my knuckles. <laughs> Crack your fourth little croix. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm honored to pray. Is um, there anything specific or just kind of like a No, it's just um, I kind of just go in the direction of what the episode went in. So if you want to pray for this generation, they're dealing with things yeah. that we never even had to deal with. Um, Definitely. So, go for it. Okay. 
God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the opportunity to be here, to be in your presence, God, to be used by you, to have a relationship with you. We thank you for the cross. We thank you, Lord, for this relationship that you've blessed us with. And I thank you, God, for the life that you've given me, for the blessing of today. And every single day you continue, continue to bless us with, God. I just praise you and I thank you and I lift you up. I pray, God, that you please just help us to find our purpose in you every single day, that we grow in our relationships with you and, and grow more, more deeply and that we get to know you more. I pray, God, that you please just strengthen us, that you empower us to go after the dreams that you have put in our hearts that we continue to chase after you, that we continue to be inspired, that we have childlike faith, that we continue to make memories that um, make us feel those feelings of joy and happiness and peace. And I pray, God, that you please touch not only our generation, Lord, but the generation of today that is dealing with so many things that we never had to deal with, that it seems like innocence is being taken away more early in life. And and they're just fighting a lot of different battles that we never had to. I pray that you strengthen them, that you protect them, that you guard their hearts, that you guard their minds, and that you just help them to be safe as they grow up and they grow into these individuals that serve you and that continue to further your kingdom, God. I pray, Lord, that if anyone had a broken childhood, that you bring them peace and forgiveness. Mm -hmm. I pray, God, that you just bring them a love that only you can give they had absent parents. I pray, Lord, that they feel your love as a father. I pray, God, if they never had brothers or sisters, that they feel that friendship and those relationship and that love from the body of Christ. I pray, God, that you just heal every single person that had a broken family, a broken childhood, and that you just fill in those cracks with your peace and your love and your forgiveness, God. And I pray, Lord, that, you know, as... We're growing our own families, and, and we continue on in this journey of life that we create environments in our homes, Lord, where we serve you, we love you, we put you first, that we just enjoy every single day, and we just thank you so much for the moment that you've blessed us with this evening, and we give you all glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us today on Livish. Livish. Thank you for my special guest, Sarah. And remember, peace, love, eat a taco. Peace, love, eat a taco. Hey. See you next time.